Hi friends, don't worry, we don't have an ad. I just wanted to give a quick note here. We had some technical difficulties in this week's recording of what it's about. The sound quality is a little rough, but Claire and I really liked the episode and we thought you would too, so we decided to put it out anyway. If it's not up to your standards, feel free to skip. We'll be back next week in full, stunning, high-definition sound. In the meantime, please accept our apologies and enjoy. What it's about Hello and welcome to What It's About, the podcast of strongly held and poorly researched opinions with me, Kyle, and me, Claire. How are you today, Claire? <laughs> I'm good. I'm a bit tired. I've got a Monday brain. How are you? Fantastic. And you won't have any caffeine? No, because it is 8pm at night, Kyle, and I like my beauty sleep. Caffeine does not prevent me from sleeping. I drink caffeine at all hours of the day. I know. Day. I've literally watched you make yourself an iced coffee at 1.30 in the morning on like a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, you lunatic? Yum. Um, no, I have the body of an old lady, so I um, cannot drink coffee or caffeinated tea after about 2 p.m. or I'm awake for approximately four days. How do you get through, like, the 3 p.m. slump at work? It's a real struggle. Um, I go outside, do a walk, sometimes do some star jumps in the bathroom. That is some old lady shit. It's some real I old lady stuff. Like coffee <laughs> and keep going. What is with the 3 p.m. slump, though? Like, it's so real. I'm so overworked by 3 p.m. Um, you know, my, uh, some of my colleagues do the very Chinese, like, face down on the desk, uh, like, sleeping after lunch. Hands in the arm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was very anti that, but now I work at a very Chinese company. We have an hour and a half for lunch, and mm. I have colleagues that literally get out portable cots and mm. go to bed on a cot beside their desk. Um, so I've kind of embraced it. So I've started just napping on the communal sofas. Um, it's great if you're a little bit hungover or a bit tired. Dude, naps during the workday are the best thing ever. They are the best. I don't know why Americans don't do that. I napped because we had to work on Saturday. Um, I napped for all of lunchtime and I felt like I'd had an entire night's sleep. I woke up <laughs> wildly confused as to where I was. <laughs> And how was your work day after that? It was great. I got loads done. I was super energized. But I did wake up feeling like someone had shot me in the face and was very confused about my location. Wicked. Do you want to start? Yes, I do. Five facts in five minutes. You want to go or should I Boom. I go, I go, I go. What animal has escaped from a zoo in Hangzhou? Recently? Like, it's wild now, this second. Oh, dear. In Hangzhou. Yeah. Hangzhou, for reference, is a small for China city just outside of Shanghai. About an hour away on the train. Yeah. Very um, leafy and green. It has a very big zoo, which apparently is not very fucking secure. Um, I would guess it's not something terribly dangerous. Uh, some kind of monkey? No. Three leopards escaped. No way. Three leopards and they can't escaped. Find them. Well, they found two. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Were they like poached or something? No, no, no. Okay. They just escaped. And um, what happened is a farmer took a picture, and I've seen the picture, of a huge leopard like, sat in the middle of a path like, up a mountain on like a tree plantation. And he sent it to uh, the authorities and was like, excuse me, <laughs> I found 
and somebody lost it. I mean, it's huge, Kyle. It's huge. You know, it's like it's. I'm I'm doing gestures. It's got to be a meter tall. Sat down. It's big. Um, and then the authorities went to the zoo and was like, excuse me, have you lost a leopard? They were like, nah. And then two days later, they were like, actually, we have three. Two days later. (laughs) So, and they've only found two. The other one is just lost. So they've had to like put out warnings in Hangzhou. They've had to tell all the farmers to be careful because they're like, Uh, we have no idea. They're not going to have any rats in Hangzhou (laughs) for another decade. So there's just a leopard wandering around. Um, I got a couple uh, Shanghai facts. Oh, I like those. Um, You want a guessing game? Yes, please. Uh, Shanghai has more what than any other city in the world? People. Um, Oh, I don't think that's true. I think it's Tokyo. That's what (laughs) people are. It's just a wild guess. I don't know. Shanghai has more um, metro lines. Mm, Could be true. This is uh, related to uh, food and beverage. Oh, my God. I know. Shanghai has more coffee shops than anywhere in the ding, world. Ding, 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 10 points. I've heard it just overtook New York, right? Uh, I don't know if, I don't know how many New York has, but Shanghai has 6,913 ca- cafes or coffee shops as of April 2021. Um, and guess how many of those are Starbucks? Oh my God, loads. A thousand? Close. 839 are Starbucks. Jesus. People love a Starbucks here. It's like a flex, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like a I got money flex of going to Starbucks. Yeah. Um, there are uh, like eight coffee shops on my one block, like street. Yeah. Eight. There's yeah. so many. You yeah. can't swing a leopard in Shanghai without hitting <laughs> a coffee shop. <laughs> Guess who's the largest purchaser of beef in the world? Uh, on theme here, is yeah. it China? No. Um, the largest purchaser of you mean beef. In, you mean importer? No, the the people that buy the most beef in the world. It's not a trick question. It's really obvious. Uh, like Americans? No, McDonald's. Oh. She says they're the largest company or the biggest. No, the company that buys the most beef in the world. Um. Okay, I don't like the way that that was presented to me. <laughs> I'm not trying to <laughs> trick you, Kyle. I'm not here to like win against you. We're co-hosts. Um. Okay. Um, I Did you watch Cowspiracy this week? No, I didn't. My um, one of my cousins just sent me just listened to Seaspiracy and then sent me a link to sign a petition, being like, "Let's force McDonald's to stop using antibiotics in their cows um, because they're the biggest beef beef. <laughs> they're the biggest beef buyer in the world. So if we put pressure on McDonald's to stop, the rest of the industry will probably follow." McDonald's is not going to do anything. Um, I did not sign the petition because I didn't want to give them my email address and get <laughs> spammed for the rest of my life. Um, but I nodded. I nod- I read it and I hmm, nodded. Um, uh, yeah, one more Shanghai one. Um, Shanghai, again, we covered a new, a new Shanghai law in one of our first episodes. We, we got another new Shanghai law. Do you know what it is? You must wear helmets on a scooter. Yeah. Oh my right. God, I'm on fire today. Yeah. But that already came out, and then they didn't enforce it, and now they're re- No, it came out, like, six months ago. Do you not remember? I bought a helmet, everybody bought a helmet, and then they didn't enforce it, so now they're bringing it out again. Well, it is definitely being enforced. Really? Everybody's wearing helmets all of a sudden. You didn't notice? No, I've been cabbing to work and back, and I don't... Scooter drivers are below my notice. I joined the trend. I bought a new bicycle helmet just so I could feel cool. Um, How do you fit your dreadlocks into your helmet? Oh, really, we got like three episodes. 
without, without a dreads question. I thought it was time, but well, I'm I very bought, curious. Uh, I bought no, I bought a new helmet that's a sits a bit bigger on my head. It's like a skateboard helmet rather <laughs> well, than a bicycle. Do you know helmet, what I'm so imagining? Is that you have a helmet shaped like this? What? <laughs> <laughs> like with a big like bobble on the top for you to tuck your hair in. Um, they should make those. Like uh, I, w- I want to wear my hair in a bun up here, but I can't put a helmet on if I do. Right. Yeah, that's my problem also. Is mm. I wanted to get one that I could fit over my hat, but that would just be like an absurdly large helmet. <laughs> um, You'd look like one of those bobblehead no, dolls. I just, leave, I just leave my hair down and I put the helmet on like normal people wear helmets. Mm. Okay. A woman in from Malawi has given birth to the largest number of healthy babies ever born in recorded history, I guess. How many healthy babies did she have? In one go? In one go. Uh, in one birth scenario. Uh, like 11? Nine. Nine. That's too many kids. That, well, in general. Like, Never oh once. my God. Wait, there were, they were all like no stillbirths? Healthy and well. Wow. Um, so this has happened like twice before where a woman's had nine babies, but both times, very sadly, the babies did not live. Mm. So this time it's a, a woman from Malawi and then the Malawi government, uh, stepped in because she's a bit of a celeb for being pregnant with nine babies. Um, and they sent her to Morocco because apparently she could get better medical care there. Mm -hmm. So her and her husband and nine babies are currently chilling in Morocco. Mm. They're all like this big, like Mm. three inches, Mm. tiny. Um, I've got a sixth fact here. Ooh, go on. Um, we, we don't usually do so many facts, but it's it's uh, rel- related to, what, to yours. Mm. Um, the U.S. birth rate last year dropped to its lowest on record. Really? Yeah, we're having less babies than ever in recorded history. I suppose we're well into there being a global pandemic, so people are like, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe actually not for a minute or two. <laughs> Uh, Let's hold fire uh, here. The birth rate in the U.S. is half of what it was in the 1960s. Oh, my God, half. Well, that's boomer, isn't it? Yeah. Um, blimey. I mean, that's got to be a good thing for, like, the population and all that. There are too many of us, aren't there? For sure. But doesn't that mean, like, when you have declining birth rates, don't you have, like, crazy aging populations and then you're fucked? Um, I suppose we'll, we'll tell you in 25 years or something. Yeah, I think that's what happened in Japan. And now mm. they have problems. And in China, of course. Mm, Yeah. The main segment. You're on the main segment. I'm on the main segment. I I think it's controversial. I don't know if you think it's controversial, Carl. Um, I would like to talk to you about traditional Chinese medicine, also called TCM. Oh, I love it. Okay, so um, traditional Chinese medicine. I this is on my on my brain because um, I, on top of having the broken ankle, have hurt my back, and nothing was making it better. So I went to see this physio dude, uh, and I feel like I was kind of tricked into it because I, my friend was like, "Oh, physiotherapist, go check out this guy." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, amazing, brilliant." And I got there, and he was like let me look at your tongue. And I was like, oh, what the (laughs) fuck is going on here? Hang on a minute. Um, And it was this really cool um, traditional Chinese medicine doctor. And we did like massage, acupuncture, moxibustion. And my back is fixed. But I think that Chinese medicine... Moxibustion. What's that? Okay, moxibustion is where you take... um, mugwort or mugwort I'm not sure how you say it which is a type of like dried herb 
you burn it and then you hold it over the top of your skin or mm. over the top of acupuncture needles to heat your skin. Okay. Um, and they believe it helps with blockages of chi. Okay. So I think all of this is bullshit. I do not believe in chi. Mm-hmm. Um, but my back is completely fine now. Okay. <laughs> so, bam, bam, bam. Um, and I think it has, like, people in the West versus people in China have very different ideas about TCM. Um, and then I was looking up facts about it today, uh, which I do facts in, like, air quotes. Um, and I just want to read you the introduction on Wikipedia because I feel like this sums up the okay. Western mentality towards Chinese medicine. Okay. Uh, TCM is a branch of traditional medicine in China. It has been described as fraught with pseudoscience and the majority of its treatments have no logical mechanism of action <laughs> people uh, hate it um yeah i mean i i agree with you that i think people have different ideas about it my my biggest understanding of chinese chinese traditional medicine is not with like massage and acupuncture although of course that's a huge part of it huge um but like at least for my colleagues and my friends it's more like when they go to the hospital and they have you know xyz ailment Mm. that they will they will be given a medicine that's not like a medicine that you would ever find in (laughs) in the u.s or the uk like the medicine will be you know some herbs or something yeah um and you know I think it's not necessarily like that stuff I don't think is necessarily bullshit. It's mm. like, you know, they have found some flower or some root or some type of mushroom that has the the medicine that we would make in the US would maybe be derived from that. But, yeah. But they, you know, they take it in a more natural form and you have to, you know, drink it mixed in with water mm. or in these little vials that are, you know, apparently very disgusting to oh, drink. Oh, they are disgusting. I've tried. Because um, I thought it was real medicine. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different facets to Chinese traditional medicine. There's like... Uh, as you said, there's massage and acupuncture. There's actual, um, you know, actual medicine or quote unquote medicine. Where, like, herbal, taking, taking herbal medicine, things like that. Um, and then kind of the total off the wall stuff about like you know your chi and uh, yeah. you know the that kind of stuff. So according to the internet, um, the two like biggest parts of um, Chinese medicine. Uh, Qi, which is the idea that you have like energy stored on your body along meridian lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you have blockages in your Qi. You get your Qi inherited from your parents, but also from food that you eat and drink. Mm-hmm. So you need to keep all your meridians open and your Qi flowing. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And the second biggest thing is called Zhang Fu, which refers to five, like, t- I don't know how to say, like, f- the f- five elements in your body. So fire, earth, metal, water, and wood that you need to keep balanced all the time. So anytime I hear anyone talking about this, I'm like, oh, Jesus, what? Like, that sounds like absolute twaddle. But then some of the stuff like massage or some of the herbal treatments, I'm like, what kind of makes sense? And I was talking to a colleague about it today and she was like, yeah, if you get strep throat, go to the hospital and get antibiotics because you have strep throat. 
But if you have reoccurring strep throat all the time, maybe you could take some Chinese medicine that would help prevent you catching mm. it. So it's less about like, it's never going to cure cancer, but it might be able to prevent it possibly. Mm -hmm. um, but I just find it bonkers. And I think now like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give that a try because why not? Whereas before I would have been like, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. I'm not doing it. Uh, um, so yeah, along with, you know, there's a lot related to food also. Loads. Um, and especially, you know, there's a big focus on warming and cooling, mm. um, which I think is super interesting and, and kind of makes sense, some of it, although I, I don't know if it's very strictly scientific. Um, I would say it's 150% not fucking scientific. It's ridiculous. But... It's stuff that I'm like, well, it's logical that I want to eat that food when it's hot. Like right. cucumber is one of the things that it's they're like, it's cooling. very cooling. I'm yes. like, well, it's a really fucking watery vegetable. And it's a really hot day. If like, because a lot of Chinese medicine's old, right? I'm like, if you only have like dirty water or hot tea to drink, yeah, snack on a cucumber. It'll be great. Like uh -huh. that makes sense. But uh -huh. I, is it, does it actually make you cold or does it just hydrate you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why can't um, you answer these big questions, Carl? There's an old uh, Rasta saying also, your food be your medicine and your medicine your food. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean... Um, the, the, being healthy makes sense, right? But it, more, than, more than just eating healthy is that if you have, if you have certain ailments, it can be not, not even necessarily ailments, that changes in your body or changes you want to occur in your body can be manifested through what you eat. Mm. Whether whether that's like, you know, a, a temperature thing, like eating cucumber, therefore having a cooling effect. Mm -hmm. um, although I don't know if it's so literal like that. It's more it's more like your energy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, I mean, there's a there's a lot of things, you know, Every, every vegetable or every type of food has its own effect on the body. And if you are hyper aware of these effects and you study them, um, I think it's plausible. 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 Yes. I'll give you plausible. So you know how in the West we have wives' tales about food and how food affects you. Like um, like you eat carrots for your eyesight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or chocolate gives you spots. Um, in China, there are loads and they're all nuts. Do you know any good ones? Um, uh, only things about your penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to list all of them, please. Um, no, I mean, there's like, they make... Uh, First of all, there are loads of animal penises, peni, that, <laughs> that you can eat, which all cure erectile dysfunction. I mean, that is actually, <laughs> that's science though, isn't it? Like, I think that's real. Like, if you eat the penis of this snake when pickled in wine, you will be no longer impotent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, of any animal, it seems. Pigs, horses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So um, some of the ones I've most commonly heard are you, if you eat spicy food, you'll get spots. What do you mean spots? Like freckles? Or no, pimples. Zips? Yeah, pimples. Okay. I believe you Americans call them. What do you call them? Spots. Spots. Yeah. Okay. So if you eat too much spicy food, you'll get spots. Do you know if you heard that? Um, only from Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, another one, you can't uh, eat or drink anything cold when you're on your period. 
Yes, I've heard that. So you'll be like, do you want an ice cream? Your colleague's like, no, I cannot. <laughs> You're like, oh. Um, do you, uh, you know, one thing that I have latched onto 1000%, which my wife ridicules me about. <laughs> okay, wait, I'm ready. Drinking hot water. Oh no, it's horrible. I, I drink hot water even oh, in the summer. God, in or China. In the, in the summer, I'll drink room temperature water, but never cold. Not you, even in the not even in the dead heat. You will have I drink ice water. You have betrayed your American roots. Oh, it's so good though, Claire. <laughs> It's so um, I drink room temperature water because I have sensitive teeth. But in China, people say if you're sick, they're like, drink hot water, you'll be fine. Like drinking hot water could cure anything I that you ever have. I drink hot water all winter long. It's disgusting. I mean, I'm cold often, so I'll have like warm tea. Uh-huh. And like I can tolerate hot water, but never by preference, just a cup of hot water. No, straight up oh. hot water. Like an old man, I get a big thermos <laughs> and I pour myself little cups of hot water. No, that's ridiculous. Like um, absolutely not. So I've I have some uh, I have some experiences with Chinese medicine. Okay. Um, Hit me up. Are they funny? Uh, I have one very funny one. <laughs> uh, first, though, you know the thing about so the thing about hot water is that people think. <laughs> Uh, we'll put on Instagram a photo of Claire rolling her eyes. We're gonna get a good photo of you rolling your eyes at me. Uh, Just from like from over the microphone, <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I mean, uh, according to Chinese medicine, you store cold energy in different parts of your body, and hot water will help release that cold energy in many different parts of your body. I find this so ridiculous. It could be. It could be. But you know what? The more I drink it, the more cold water is like painful for me to drink. And in the winter, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't bear it, honestly. It, <laughs> you've you've it, been in China too like, long. It like loosens up my body. It like, you know, I, I seriously feel so different after drinking a cup of hot water. Oh, that's horrid. But no, but I mean, so one thing, one thing that I don't think is bullshit, that sounds like bullshit when you first hear it, is that your knees are a place that store cold energy. <laughs> oh my god, okay? Kyle! Oh my god! I can't! No! 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 Your knees do not store cold energy! They do! No! no. This, seriously, so it sounded like bullshit the first time I heard it. And oh. if you notice, uh, actually in Shanghai we don't have motorbike taxis, but if you see the people who have to be on their motorbikes like all day, you know, yeah. people are out driving a lot in the winter, you'll see they wear knee pads sometimes. I thought that was in case, you know, that and like tilting to the side um, at high speed. You, you thought they were like racing and having, <laughs> having to do like drifting turns? Yeah, you never know. It's China. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like the Kwai D dude, like <laughs> just laying out entire families <laughs> on, their, on their path. Um, no, it's to, it's to protect their knees. It's to keep their knees warm, basically, because because your knees will store cold energy. Uh, Claire, here, listen, listen. <laughs> oh, next time, next time you're on a bicycle or doing something outside for a while, okay, yeah. take your hand and put it on your knee and feel the temperature. And then take your hand and put it like on your thigh or your calf or so, your shin and, and feel the temperature. Your knees will be measurably colder than Isn't other that parts just of your circulation skin. though? 
I'm saying uh, all your circulation comes from your heart, right? Like, I have really cold but, toes. Does that mean my cold energy is stored in my toes? That's an extremity, not like a, a major, like you have major I, I, arteries. A knee is knocking on legs. extremity, no. I'm sorry? A knee is knocking on an extremity. It's heading there. No. When does Where does extremity start? Your fingers and toes. Is that it? Not, so not like hands and feet? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, your knees. knee is not a hand or foot either. <laughs> so wait, do you, does this mean you wear knee warmers? <laughs> I don't. I don't, but, but you can feel the difference. But, so you think about the fact that you've got cold knees and then do nothing to change it. I'm telling you, <laughs> next time you're outside for a while, put your hand on your knee and feel the temperature and then feel your shin. <laughs> which is below it, farther away from your heart, and you'll feel a difference. I'm feeling my knee now, and my knee does feel colder than my and shin. And then drink a nice warm cup of water. <laughs> Do you know what my granny always used to say to me in England? If I had a gap between my, like, trousers and my T-shirt, she used to be like, oh, don't, don't like catch a... your belly's exposed? Yeah, like your, your midriff. She'd mm. be like, oh, don't get a chill in your kidneys, you'll get ill. Where does that come from? I've never heard you'll that catch you'll catch your death of cold. No, I won't. I definitely won't. I will not catch a cold because <laughs> a cold is a bacteria, so or a virus. I will not. I'm fine. Um, it blows my mind sometimes. Like my um, friends and colleagues will say to me sometimes, like, "Oh, you shouldn't drink cold water in the winter. You're going to get ill." And I'm like, "No, I won't get ill. Like, well, if I do get ill, it won't be because I'm drinking cold water. It will be because of, of bacteria course. and viruses." Of course, of course, but. Are you not perhaps more susceptible to those bacteria or viruses because of the state your body's in? Oh, I don't know, maybe. But I don't know if hot or cold water <laughs> impacts that. Um, this is this is hilarious. I, I feel like I'm like the advocate. For, <laughs> I, I didn't even know we were talking about this today. But I, I feel like I, I'm like the advocate for you know, yeah. the plausibility of Well, I, I told your wife that I'd been to see this Chinese medicine doctor and she had, did say to me, oh, Carl will really love that. <laughs> so I knew, I knew what I was walking into. I was um, prepped. Okay, so anybody who knows me for more than 30 seconds knows that I have terrible posture. <laughs> Anyone that has glimpsed Kyle across a room knows he has terrible posture. Um, like right it, now you are so slumped well, forward. I'm in, a, I'm in a funky chair, um, <laughs> which is not great for my posture. Um, like Kyle's posture is so bad he bought one of those <laughs> posture correctors and it hurts him too much to wear because he's not used to having like, his shoulders. It's like a bra, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like a man bra. It's like a man bra um, that wrenches your pecs apart. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, no, so I've been to, you know, it's not something that hurts me necessarily. Like, you can look at it and say, wow, you have terrible posture. And, like, you will develop a hunchback. Probably. probably. Like, you will. Um, so I've, I've tried at various points in my life to correct this <laughs> all unsuccessfully. <laughs> Um, including most recently buying the man bra, um, which didn't, which I don't think I wear it enough for it to for it to do anything. But it, it didn't didn't make a measurable difference. I really enjoyed that drink though, where you were trying on <laughs> different man bras to see which one would fit you best. Um, oh, isn't yours too tight though? Uh, no, it fits fine. I just don't. I don't think I wear it enough for it to matter. Um, it's quite uncomfortable. 
Uh, I've also been to a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. um, I talked to him about the Mambra, and he said <laughs> he said that they're usually bullshit because in order to be in order to be useful, they have to be phenomenally uncomfortable. And if they're super uncomfortable, then nobody wears it. Yeah. Um, Fair. Uh, so, but the chiropractor also didn't help me very much. Uh, but when I lived in Guilin, which was around 2000, let's say from 2011 to around 2013 or so, mm -hmm. um, uh, I went to see Chinese medicine doctors very frequently there. So there was a, uh, there was a, I don't know what you call it, a clinic. Yeah, uh, we can go with clinic. Uh, so they, you know, they sell all these herbs and shit. Um, and they also have a staff of uh, masseuses, massage therapists. Yeah. Um, but they they weren't, you know, you couldn't go there for a normal massage. I mean, no, you, it's you like it's medicine there. massage. Yeah, like yeah. going to see, a, um, the closest thing I've ever experienced in the West would be sports medicine. Okay. Or yeah. sports massage. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. It's just like that. Um, and so I would go see them uh, all the time for, for different different problems or things that I was feeling, uh, but they would often massage my back in an mm. effort to help my posture and help me straighten up. And they told me one time uh, that there was a back expert coming to Guilin, and bum, I, had, bum, bum. I had to go see this back expert. So <laughs> I, of course, booked an appointment, uh, and I, I go to my appointment, and this guy comes in with a fucking Acme cartoon-sized hammer. <laughs> like, a, like a big, like, um, you know, maybe... Like Thor and his hammer. Yeah, hammer. like a Thor-sized hammer. That's exactly it. So he had a big mallet hammer, and this little tiny... It almost looked like a plastic little, like, clear... A block mm. which could fit in your hand um, and I laid down on my stomach and they took he took a pen and marked the top of the vertebrae all the way up my back Ugh. and then took a photo and took a photo and shared me a picture of this photo mm -hmm. where you could see that all my vertebrae were not in line and he said, this is, this is your real problem. This is why you're not mm. standing up straight because you're, you're leaning over and so the vertebrae aren't being used the way they should be. So they're starting to settle in different places. Um, obviously, this guy only spoke Chinese, so uh, you know that that was the that was the chabudua that I yeah. got that I got from it. Um, chabudua means like close enough, like chabudua, <laughs> like it'll do, but close enough. Um, so he said, uh, if you'll allow me to uh, straighten your back, straighten your vertebrae with the with this hammer, <laughs> uh, then everything will be great. Um, so I laid for probably half an hour to an hour, mm. um, where he would, and it wasn't just him. There was a, there was another, uh, there was another Chinese medicine doctor there. Um, but of course all my friends and my wife thought I was fucking mad <laughs> for going to see this guy. And I, I like, geez, if my parents ever found out that I was, you know, out in the, out in the mountains in Guilin out of, out of fucking Chinese medicine doctor getting my spine strained with a hammer, uh, oh but, but he did it. I, I let him do it. So he would put the, he would find one of the vertebrae that was out of line and put the block right up next to it and then take his hammer and uh, just, just give it a knock right on the side of the, uh, on the side of the, the Did it block. hurt? Um, it 
it didn't feel great. It wasn't like I was in pain. It was it was not like he was banging it into place, you know? It was it was more like pressure points. Mm. Like he was like he was working them with specific pressure points up and down the vertebrae. Um, I did not die. I was not permanently paralyzed. Um, I well, thought it, I thought it felt pretty good, but it, you know, I would say <laughs> shortly after I, I was uh, you know I was not healed or anything. Yeah. Jesus, that's intense. Yeah, this dude that I went to see. Um, I mean, the massage part was amazing. It was like sports massage. It really hurt. Like it really hurt. It was not pleasant at all. It was horrible but it like did some good shit i think and so cross between sports massage and chiropractory he cracked all my bones and then he i've got some wicked bruises from the acupuncture needles nice one yeah he put a needle in my elbow here and my whole arm just went limp i was like oh and then he's put one in my other hand and then he was like oh can you wiggle your neck and i was like yeah he's like does it hurt your neck i was like yeah He's, and then he stuck the needle in a bit more and he was like, what about now? And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. no, it's fine now, it's fine now, it's fine now, it's fine now. He was like, really? I was like, no, it still hurts. He's like, a bit more. Oh, my, it was painful. I, um, Wait, I screamed. in your hand. In my hand. Like in the palm of your hand. No, in the side of my hand, like the side. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. And then in between my two fingers. Oh, no In my way. elbow. No way, no way. Four in my head and then all down my vertebrae. No way. No way. To be fair, he was like, look, the massage will mainly help because it's a muscle problem. But you've got a chi blockage. While I'm here, do you want me to do some acupuncture? Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, why not? Like, I'm here mm-hmm. at this point. Let's, I'm all in. Let's mm-hmm. just give it a whirl. The, acu- the massage was great. The acupuncture was deeply, deeply, deeply unpleasant. And I don't believe in chi. Um, and then he heated up that, like, bundle of herbs over the acupuncture needles, which felt just kind of very hot. Mm. Um, but now my back feels great. So, I mean, maybe oh. give him a whirl. <laughs> um, but you know he is like he's a doctor at a Chinese hospital like a real hospital hospital like we have in the West hospital but he is a TCM doctor mm. so it was all it was like very medical feeling but weird um, I once accidentally got cupped <laughs> accidentally? I accidentally got cupped do you want to explain what cupping is? yeah so cupping is where you take these, um, I think they used to be glass, but now they're mainly plastic. I thought they um, were bamboo. They, they can be bamboo up a mountain, I think. But when, in, I, when I was in Guaylin, everybody did it with bamboo. That makes sense. Um, here they're plastic now, I think, like hard, clear plastic. Mm-hmm. They're these like round cups that you light a fire inside to suck all the oxygen out and then stick them on your back. And they, you know, if you like put a cup kind of half over your mouth and you go like... <laughs> It would stick to your chin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we've all done that as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, used to... I, I I got that only with the visual cues. So <laughs> I don't know if our listeners will, will get that from the... <sighs> well, it basically sucks your skin into the cup mm-hmm. and it creates a, basically a massive hickey. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> That's huge... That's describe it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you'll get, like, 12 of them stuck on you and it really fucking hurts because it's yanking your skin into this cup and you get these massive, like, hickey bruises. Um, and they in TCM it's believed that it's drawing impurities out of your body mm-hmm. I don't know if that's linked to your chi or to your jung fu or to whatever um, there was uh, one of the one of the Chinese Olympians at the last summer Olympics uh, had the cup marks all yeah. over her back and I yeah. remember it was like in the news because they had to run an article 
for like why does this woman have, have bruises these all rat over giant her back? and they're like perfectly round as <laughs> yeah, well yeah, yeah, you yeah. look like you're like why does that, that person have giant yeah, perfectly so I, circular I remember hickeys. in the US the after cuz she I think she won a medal it was the the very famous um female chinese swimmer I do not know I'm sorry you don't know no and I, I she... only know about the dude that gets accused of um, taking drugs all the time. Uh... Name cannot remember. Okay. Let's um, skip over this. Uh, Michael Phelps? <laughs> not him. <laughs> <laughs> taking drugs Chinese. all the time, like smoking weed? <laughs> no, the, the Chinese one. picture of Michael Phelps holding a bong. <laughs> um, no, but um, the, the Chinese swimmer, uh, I remember she... Uh, she got famous because she said she wasn't supposed to swim because she was on her period. Yeah. Which is another Chinese bum, medicine bum, thing. Bum. Um, but she swam anyway and, and got a and got a medal. Uh, but they also she was photographed with like these giant bruises on her back. Mm. And they they like ran an article in the US that was no, she's not being abused. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's a Chinese medicine thing and, yeah. and what it was and how it worked and everything. Yeah. So I went to um the to the Chinese hospital, the local hospital here, when I wasn't very well one time, um, because I had strep throat, and they're like, "You get this all the time. Um, do you want to go and see a TCM doctor about it?" And I was like, "Yeah, maybe." Next minute, I'm being cupped, and it is like being attacked by a giant octopus. Mm. Um, and I bruised like a peach. I was covered in these bruises for maybe like three weeks. Like I just mm, didn't heal. Serious, yeah. It was intense. Never again. Mm-hmm. never again I was at this doctor's place and he I could see the cups in the corner and I'm like no fucking way like <laughs> absolutely not no 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 um, I think uh, TCM gets a very bad rep in the west because people think it's all just like um, tiger penis and elephant tusk mm-hmm. and um, black rhino horn mm-hmm. um, and that's like really not my experience of Chinese right, medicine. Yeah. It's like mainly maybe a few people are bonkers, but it's generally herbs. Yeah. But I think a lot of foreigners are like, ugh, tiger penis. Yeah, and like the drink hot water thing is definitely a meme at this point. Y- yes, for sure. <laughs> like I have seen that meme. I mean, the last thing that I kind of want to say about uh, Chinese medicine is that I think people confuse the state of Chinese healthcare with Chinese medicine. Mm. So, of course, Shanghai has some of the best healthcare in the world. The, mm. the, the hospitals in Shanghai are absolutely top-notch. They're amazing. You see, you know, Western doctors, Chinese doctors, all with fluent English, you know, that, that have very modern technology, modern machines, modern medicine, everything that you need. Um, but in some of the second and third tier cities, the hospitals are not very good. Yeah. And they're they're dirty, they're crowded, they there's literally people smoking inside. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god, the bathrooms in hospitals in second yeah, tier exactly. cities. Uh, just to clarify, um what when we say first tier, second tier, that's just not that's not like me and Kyle making up ranks and right. randomly throwing <laughs> them out. China has a system where it ranks its cities. So first tier is like Shenzhen, Shanghai, Beijing. Second tier are like the next level of developed cities. Third tier is after that. So if you're outside of China, you will probably never have heard of the majority of second or third tier cities. Yeah, and and the hospitals are pretty rank in some mm. of these locations. But that that has nothing to do with Chinese medicine itself. And, and, I, and I think, you know, in some cases people confuse 
those sorts of things to say like, oh, if the hospital's very dirty, uh, you know, that, you know, kind of equating that to Chinese medicine or equating that to something else related to healthcare. And I think really it's just in terms of population, yeah. uh, you know, and in terms of the, the income level in some of these cities. Um, but I, you know, I equate it kind of to, uh, you know, uh, the U.S. has some of obviously the the best healthcare in the world, at mm-hmm. least according to Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if if you can afford it. Um, but you know, Americans are also very overweight, and you know, have a myriad of other problems that is just not related to. Uh, to our actual health care or, or to the, you know, to what you would find in a normal doctor's office or a normal hospital. Mm. Um, yeah, and TCM covers a lot more kind of like lifestyle than Western medicine. Like, like I said earlier, it's like if you repeatedly suffer from the same thing, maybe this like herbal medicine will help prevent it or help make it less bad, but it won't, it's not going to cure cancer. And I don't think there are any... Well, who knows? But I would highly doubt that any TCM practitioner would tell you, like, acupuncture will cure cancer. They'd be like, no, you need chemo, but maybe acupuncture can help with the nausea. Mm. Like, that would be how I would kind of approach it. So I'm skeptical as fuck. But am I going to go back and see this dude that fixed my back again? Yes, I am. And I think you should go too, because you, you've got a hunch. Would you go to the guy with the big hammer? I mean... <laughs> I mean, what a question, girl. (laughs) What a question. Uh, The next section is late to the game, where me and Carl discuss uh, something or some things that we've just gotten into that the world's been raving about for ages. Carl, what do you have? Uh, so, I'm not much of a gamer, but... Kyle, I literally sit on your sofa every time we finish a podcast episode and watch you play games while I talk to your wife. Um, I really only play one game, uh, which is <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, but I've added a second game. <laughs> Kyle's really cute. He'll be like, do you want to see my Minecraft castle? I have never <laughs> once said that. Yes, you have. You gave no, me a tour. You asked me... <laughs> You asked me for the tour of my Minecraft world, Claire. I love how I love how you set me up for these things, and then make it look like I'm outside with a with a fucking iPad, like to random passerby's on the street. Why? Do you want to see my Minecraft world? Look, I just think it's really adorable. Anyway, um, okay, what's the game number two you've added? Doom. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> the exact opposite of Minecraft. And what is Doom? Doom is a first-person shooter game. Uh, boring. Originally released in 1993. Wow. I Ar- archaic. It, I played it when I was when I was a youngin, but not very much. This was like back in the MS-DOS days. You never even used MS-DOS, did you? I don't know what that is. Oh god. I'm young. Um, so this was this was back in like the floppy disk MS DOS era. Oh, um, I, I remember floppy disks, but I was too young to ever have need of one. Oh, like my parents owned them, I did not. I mean, I had all my games were on them. Yeah, uh, I only have had games on CD, including Doom. So Doom is like one of the original 
first-person shooter games and it's um, it's basically you're you're kind of you're basically killing zombies hmm. is is the long and short of it but you can see it's very similar to you know all these shooter games that you play now except the graphics are super old school yeah um, it is so much fun I've put I've put hours and hours into it and they have uh, they have different difficulty settings, so like I beat it mm -hmm. first on one of the easier difficulty settings, and now I've gone back to play it again at a more difficult setting. Um, but they, it's a whole series now. So next, I'm going to play Doom 64, which I've been playing on. Uh, I, I've been playing on my friend's console, mm -hmm. originally released on the N64. Um, I think there's a new Doom, but I'm I'm probably five years away from from getting, the, <laughs> getting any of the modern releases. That's cute. I like it when you rediscover a childhood thing. Um, my favorite computer game of all time is Age of Empires. Oh, Build yeah. a civilization, yeah. fight people. Age I of Empires love it. Two, yeah, Age of Empires Two. Oh, it's so good. Um, um, I recently got it in HD. Worth it. It's fantastic. Like a modern release of it. It's yeah. It's still Age of Empires Two. Like they did ones all afterwards. The they were rubbish. Same. Yeah, they just made the graphics slightly better. Okay. Um, if you ever want a Age of Empire fight, Carl, I'm, I'm down. I would I would like to play that again. I don't think they never had it for Mac though. No, it's it's uh, Windows only. Mm. Fucker. Thanks for listening to What It's About, a podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. <laughs> with Claire and our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Other music this week from Ashutosh Music, Mativ, and Waterboy. You can follow us on Instagram at What It's About. You can find us on Twitter. We haven't actually done anything on Twitter though, so don't yet. Or go to our website, whatitsabout.fun. Yes, fun. Send us comments, suggestions, um, not critiques. We don't welcome them. I want some critiques. You want some critiques? All right, we welcome critiques. What it's about pod at gmail.com. Yeah. That's it. Bye. Testing one. Say something. Testing two, three, four. In a kind of Monday. Monday vibe. You know what else is super fucking Monday? Tell me. Well, we just recorded this <laughs> entire podcast. And then upon finishing the recording discovered that there were some serious microphone issues going on. Great. So uh, Shanghai has more what than any city in the world? Uh, I actually already know the answer to this, Carl. How many? Um, Shanghai has 6,913 cafes. Claire, I got to be honest. I think I think this isn't going to go well. Yeah. Should we abort? I think we should abort. God damn it.